0: You are being watched. The government has a secret system. A podcast that recounts every episode of Person of Interest. I know, because we made it. We designed the podcast to continue our bullshit, but we see everything. Random numbers of the week. People like you. Episodes the average viewer deems irrelevant. You wouldn't watch it, so we did. But I needed partners. Someone who had never watched this before hunted by weirdos on in the internet we record in secret we will never find that <laughs> but newbie or diehard if your episode's up we will find you hello and welcome to the library for podcast of interest this is a rewatch podcast for person of interest featuring two veteran operatives and one newly initiated my name is Justin, and joining me are my two associates, my veteran operative Jude and our new recruit, Anna. Jude, Anna, how you doing?
1: I, I just got back from a conference, so I'm very, very happy to be home. And so far, so good on like getting COVID at the conference. I was very diligent, diligent about mask <laughs> wearing, although I was in Nashville, so nobody else was. Uh, hmm. uh, fingers crossed here. Knock on all the forms of wood with my crossed fingers. Meanwhile, I am in week 3 of like
2: waves of school born disease at home it just never ends yeah. i've just ac- i've just accepted that i will just be sick for the rest of time
1: mm. the the evolution of the daycare plague
2: <laughs> yep
1: the the daycare yep. plague has progressed and it is now it is now you know elementary school pr- plague
2: it's just life plague now yeah. it's just life with a child plague Children are just always sick. They're just disease factories.
0: So my question for you this week is not episode related, but honestly, it's just I want to check in on y'all. What what new game are you playing?
2: Uh right now, uh, because it's the Diablo beta, I've been playing that. It's pretty good. Um, I've been a Diablo fan for years going back to Diablo too, so I've been enjoying that. Yeah. Been doing that and I fell back on back into my I relapsed on Destiny Two. So I've been playing Destiny Two again.
1: Um of meanwhile course. it with the with the Steam Bring sale. Um and especially with being, you know, on a conference travel, I was like, you know what? You know what would be fun? I, I'm feeling I'm feeling like a puzzle game. So I picked up the Zaktronics puzzle game pack and have just like lost a lot of time. Uh because the the game you know the game might be telling you that what you're making is like alchemy or chemistry or whatever, but what you're really making is dopamine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I honestly i i lean more towards Zachtronics as strategy games, but like yeah no they they make bangers that that's a good it's a good studio, developer publisher I don't know whatever they are
1: were they they are close unfortunately oh that's, yeah that's
0: unfortunate.
1: You know, any given one of their games provides so much content that I'm I'm happy mm. that there's there's much content that I have to work through and return to.
0: Okay, and now the reason that I that I wanted, to, so I picked up a new board game. Ooh, um, I like I, I. It's it's a thing of solo board games are a in are a hobby of mine because I like to be able to pl- I like to be able to have the tactile feel of stuff and like play a game and, you know, read cards and shit without like, you know, I like video games fine, but there is something about playing a board game and not needing other people. That is very fun. So I, I went to, we have, we have it, in San Jose. We have two hobby stores or at least two hobby stores that I typically go to. There is one out by the airport, which is, I'd say much more established, but honestly, I, okay, if I have if there are any employees of Game Castle listening, your stock has kind of just been sagging since Christmas, and you haven't restocked anything, and I'm sort of kind of worried about y'all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there is, however, a, uh, co- a a joint comic and game store called Elusive, and Elusive Comic and Games is owned by a wonderful lady. They are a very like. It's a very welcoming space that is not your typical comic and game store, which is very nice. Ooh. And so and I and I go I I try to go in there at least once a month so I can give them money. Um and it's like it's and so I go in and I'm like oh hey I'm like they they actually had like a thing that was set up just for solo like single player games. Ooh and that's it, cool. Which was cool. And so I picked up a game called Final Girl. And the and it's I'm going to like it's like you get like a little thing that looks like a VHS box set, and it it's a cor it, it is it has the dreaded word corset in it. Uh, but the idea of it is is that you buy is that you get the corset, but you then also pick up theme packs and like this one, which are all the same. They're all twenty bucks, which is great. Um, the idea being that you are like that you are playing the final girl in a slasher film or a horror movie. And each mm. pack gives you a different setting and killer with a couple different final girls, and the idea being that like you could mix and match them and stuff. And yes. overall, I, I have I have been it's an interesting concept. Yeah, it's it's a fun like plug and play things where like you you can take the the different he- heroines from different packs and put them into different settings, and you can put different killers in different settings. Like the one I got was a was a was a, a camp like was was a a summer camp that has like a, a butcher uh and like that, but there's other ones that are like nightmare on that are very clearly pastiching nightmare on Elm street, like Freddy, you know, stuff like that. So it's a very like uh it's an interesting concept. And so far I'm, I'm enjoying the, the structure of it where you, where um, you have to, you have to save, like you have the main goal is to kill the 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 villain but you get points you get points and bonuses for saving uh victims but victims will because they are incredibly stupid um they will not move unless you bring them with you
1: so they will they
0: will not save themselves you have to drag people kicking and screaming to the exit of the level <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Which is honestly the most like relatable experience yeah. of like uh, That's
1: exactly how those movies go too. Yeah.
0: But yeah, it's it's a it's a, I think it's a really fun design and I'm like I looking and I'm having to stop myself from just like returning there in like a week just so I can pick up like th- like a, a bunch of
1: the other expansion boxes. That sounds like because- a lot of fun though. And yeah, I've been I've been like kind of eyeing especially two player board games as well um because it's it's nice to have it's you're right it's nice to have something where you don't need to have like a house party in order to play it
0: yeah like i i think that i like i've over like the the course of it because it's like my my family are big board gamers and so like we have like things that we like specifically and um yeah, I'm like I'm trying to like it's also cuz I'm like I want to have more co-op stuff so I because I don't want to have uh you know I the competitive is nice, but sometimes I'm done with slashing my family's throats.
1: <laughs> for uh for for me, it's uh it's Michael who is the person who will pick up a a board game that he has never ever played before. Even one where like Everybody else at the table has played it repeatedly and just wiped the floor with everyone. It's, it's honestly impressive.
0: Good stuff. Good stuff.
1: <laughs> Witnessing him annihilate his brother at Bananagrams was truly, truly a piece of beauty.
0: Okay. We are covering two episodes tonight. Uh, episodes 15 and 16 of Season 4, Q&A, and Blunt. We have Season 4, Episode 15, Q&A, written by Dan Dietz, directed by Stephen Semmel. Our number this week is Anna Mueller, a software developer who works for not Google, um, which is developing a Siri-like personal assistant called Val. Claire also moonlights as an MMA fighter, which it turns out doesn't really matter at all, but it's like a red herring plot that gives us some, I don't know, I'm not going to call the fight choreography good. <laughs> um. Every but the real problem is that oh no Val is evil because it's been programmed to respond to car, to to capitalist interests to sell advertisements and merchandising to sponsors. Uh, the company is covering it up. Uh, the CTO tries to have Anna killed. Reese and Fusco work with Anna to get the CTO arrested. Our B plot for this episode is that Finch is busy with a returning number, Claire Mahoney. She claims she has been doing hacks for the organization that rescue her, but those are resulting in the deaths of several people. As Harold and Claire hide in a morgue and Harold questions her, he realizes that she is still working for Samaritan. She tries to convince him that Samaritan is working for the benefit of all, but Samaritan's operatives show up, kidnap Harold, and Root has to save him. Claire does, however, steal Harold's laptop and delivers it to Career. Career at the end of the episode shows up at Not Google, uh, to uh, Noogle, Not uh, Non uh,
2: Non Yeah, I'll, I'll it's take like it. An um, uh,
0: to to I guess aggressively acquire Not Google.
2: Boy, this is an episode that happened.
0: I like the B plot.
2: I keep getting distracted because uh, I had a roommate uh, when I was living in San Francisco who ha- who whose last name was Mahoney and her sister's name was Claire. So every time I look at the outline, I have this moment of weird deja vu <laughs> apropos of absolutely fucking nothing. It's just. That is more notable to me than most of this episode's plot.
1: Yeah, that's that's fair. Um I did enjoy seeing Claire again though. Like I was kind of afraid yeah. that she would just like drop yeah, off same. the plot entirely and we would never see her again after like her being like such a potential thread, like potentially important thread. So it was like Yeah. I'm not necessarily like happy with what they're doing with her, but it's nice to see her again. Uh well and and I kind of have like Maybe vague hopes that perhaps this is, you know, put a seed of doubt into her mind the same way that the last time we saw Control, um, we had a seed of doubt for her.
2: It's so funny with watching this show. One of the things I've enjoyed in rewatching this show is with someone who's never seen it before mm-hmm. is watching you guess which of the <laughs> absolute goddamn trash bag full of interesting Characters that this show creates will come back and where and how. (laughs) Because it's like this show creates interesting characters that you want to come back Mm -hmm. all the time. So you get like, you know, you get like a couple of episodes of Leon, (laughs) you get none of this character, you get Zoe forever. You get Zoe forever. yeah, Yeah. So like some things come back, some things don't. But I think it's one of the real strengths of the show that you really genuinely never know which numbers of the week side characters are gonna be recurring, which ones are one offs. There's really no no predicting because it really could be any of them. And I like that about the show that there's you know how some shows like they intro like B five does this. They introduce a character and you're like, well there's my new there's our new recurring star. <laughs> like
1: Or you introduce a character and then within thirty seconds you're like, ah, they're going to die.
2: <laughs> yes exactly this show doesn't do that you never know really
1: Of conquest. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is that is an old bad pod callback there
1: yeah
2: yeah but I, so i appreciate that that like yeah all of a sudden claire comes back and you're like oh that's a cool surprise because who knows yeah who knows if she would have come back you, you can never really tell um and you always there's a lot of characters in this show that you want to come back so i but i agree i don't love the plot they're doing just, just took but I appreciate that i you, you didn't necessarily expect her to come yeah. back and do it
1: just just tell me that uh that like stupid fucking hitman dude never comes back I mean he's dead, so he won't but
2: <laughs> yeah no no he's he stays he stays Good. in the ground Good. yes uh,
0: there there are very few people who i will say resurrection is not a is not a preoccupation
2: of the series. <laughs> It's not the X-Men.
1: It's it's also interesting. Um, you know, I like I like seeing character development for Claire as well. And seeing her have character development in the like along the villain side of the axis is also pretty fun. Um that like she's pretty yeah. successful at playing Harold. Um, like surprisingly so. Does
2: she though? I mean, she steals I uh, anytime Finch's computer gets stolen. <laughs> And I actually have no recollection of this plot line. So I don't know. I, I I genuinely don't recall. But after that long played out plot where it turns out that Harold's laptop had the virus on it, I don't trust Harold. Anytime. And then again, his his, you know, the woman's the woman's computer gets stolen. And it turns out that Harold set the whole thing yeah. up. Like anytime a computer around Harold gets stolen, I'm immediately like. You sneaky fuck! What are you up to now? It's like, yeah, it's it's his go-to move for like distributing code into into enemy
0: and it's, systems. And it's like it's just lose it, have it be stolen.
1: Yeah. Um, and it's it's an open question at this point whether that you know whether that did have something nefarious that yeah he planted on it. I guess I guess I shall see. Um.
2: Yeah. We yeah. shall see, because, like it I said, is. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, the yeah, I, I felt like she did a pretty good, jo- like a pretty good job of playing him. That like, yeah. he was mm-hmm. he was at least like not sure where he stood, and like, and this is for somebody who is generally extremely good at reading people.
0: I I like I like I like the depiction of Claire here as a true believer in Samaritan. Yeah, and why and like showing why somebody would be on the side of uh, a Samaritan here, it does ring very true that it's like, oh hey, a college kid who's lost everything is very easily manipulated into believing in a higher power or a cause uh that is uh, that they're being told is going to save the world.
1: Yeah, and like I keep thinking of yeah. her as like Samaritan's root, like that it's clear that. Samaritan and Claire do not have the kind of relationship that Root and the machine do. But no, like she's just it's not asset. that far off. Yeah. Like that she she's a she Samaritan has not chosen to have its like to carry out like kind of its side of that relationship. But like she's a true believer in Samaritan the way that Root is in the machine. Yeah, agreed which is an interesting parallel and for, for not dissimilar reasons too.
0: I want to, I want to rant about something real quick. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is, this is my, um, this is my sports, my, my like sports fan side of things coming out here. Okay. So when this episode was shot, MMA fights were illegal in the state of New York. Uh, New York was actually the (laughs) left. So like, and they mentioned this in the episode, Um, New York was actually the was a holdout for a significant period of time and was the last state to legalize MMA fights once they realized that's oh yeah wait we can monetize this and like host (laughs) events here because people want to come to New York yeah um and so like Anna is attending a like underground cage MMA fight to which I had to say New Jersey is right fucking there
1: Everything is legal like, in yeah, Jersey. Yeah, but if it's an
2: underground cage fight, it's cooler. Yes, I mean, yeah, but like, listen, Ryan from the OC doesn't <laughs> do cage fighting because it's be- because he wants to like do cage fighting because he wants to like box. He does it because it's illegal, <laughs> and you know, right? Edgy. No,
0: this is a programmer at Google. Like, I mean, I I've known. And he was a teenager who
2: was waiting tables
0: in his free like, listen, time. Listen, I don't I've see seen, how one I've of seen, them is have,
2: expressing their angst more than the other. Like,
0: Listen, I've seen Google employees and how they do martial and like how they do combat sports. They they generally choose less grimy places. Uh, yes, I'm aware. And but like, that, listen, uh, you can uh, at least get hold paid on, better. I
2: have a rebuttal. I have a rebuttal. Yes. This is n- this is Noogle, or Nongle, not Google. Ergo, they would choose the grimy places. It's opposite day up in this place. I don't think it's
0: opposite day. I think it's I think it's ex- I think it's just a pastiche.
2: Yes. Oh. Just go I mean, to they- New
0: Jersey. You could have a sanctioned fight with like a trained medical staff there. Um and you know, like
2: okay, second rebuttal would 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 Google employees go to New Jersey? Because I know how New Yorkers feel about I New know. Jersey.
0: She's like, she's an immigrant, so I'm not I, I'm not sure that she has as much of a New Jersey bias. But again, I can't speak to as a New Yorker. I can't speak to this because I am I am somebody who has lived in the same town my the same city my entire life. So I don't know what it's like to be in another place and how quickly you assimilate hatred of other places. Like I I I don't know how it would feel if like if I had moved here as like in high school. I don't know how I would feel about LA and how much I would hate it.
2: <laughs> That's fair. I don't hate Detroit. And that is apparently what you're supposed to do when you live in Ohio is you're supposed to hate. Oh, Detroit. I thought
0: you would just hate life.
2: <laughs> no, no. I hated life before I got here.
1: I, I definitely did absorb some hatred of Boston while I was living in Montreal of like, like the, the, the hatred of the like, Boston um, hockey team is like so pervasive. Oh, like yeah. it, th- if you show up in a bar in that's valid, like one of their what are the fuck hockey people wear? Um, one of
2: the Bru- that's a one of bruins. That's Bruins jersey. Yes.
1: If yeah, if you show up in yeah. a in a Bruins sweater, like you will get you will get like pouted into. That the pavement. just feels
2: dumb. Why would you? I feel like if you don't know enough, tourists and this do is it. Very off. We're way off track here now but I don't care. Uh if you don't know enough about hockey to know which hockey sweater not to wear, don't wear a hockey sweater <laughs> in Canada. Yeah, I, in the United States it's pretty much okay, but in Canada that's that's a different situation.
1: Also, I I did I did develop a deep disdain for Laval. Okay. <laughs> it's it's, it's Montreal's jersey. It's I Montreal's jersey. Like- right, right,
0: okay. Like I knew it was like a suburb of like
2: Montreal, yeah,
1: yeah, like. no, it's it's okay. like it's the it's like Montreal's I, Jersey Shore, I think. Basically.
2: That's valid. <laughs> I had a boss from Quebec that I uh left me with a profound distaste for the entire region for a while. Valid. It's probably unearned. No, no, it was earned. He it's, was a terrible earned.
0: boss. Listen, two of my favorite wrestlers are from Quebec's or, no, three of my favorite wrestlers are from Quebec. So there there's there's a past to the region for the most part. <laughs>
2: Uh, what's this podcast about again? Um, theoretically about an
0: AI apocalypse.
1: Uh,
2: theoretically, well, okay. Uh, spe- Do we have anything more to say
1: about well, this? Spe- speaking oh. of AI apocalypse, on this one, I felt like the the like evil Siri was a like unsettled, unsettlingly plausible like tech dystopia thing where like where <laughs> like evil Siri is being is like placing like evil like advertisements for like but no we actually want people to die
0: yeah it's
1: it's like unsettlingly plausible though in
0: in 2014 this one in 2015 in 2015 when this episode came out um this is like a oh wow that that's like that's plausible but like that's not really something like And in 2023, Siri was very new then. Too
2: depressingly real. Early days of Siri.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, These days, it it's a very uh, prescient plot line because these days, between Chat GPT and the profusion of voice assistants, it feels much more realistic to think that you could have a, a. intentionally or not a voice assistant that would direct you to drive into a lake or something.
1: Also, also the aspect of like that we've all had encounters with like the algorithm presenting us with content that like we have no idea how it got there other than like somebody paid money for it. Like like when you go on Twitter and you're like why did that ad cross my timeline? Like who knows.
0: The one that like sort of frustrates me is that like whenever i open up a new tab on my phone it's like it gives me a list of recommended articles and some of them are like oh hey google is stalking me and whatever and some of them are like i realize that you think i'm in this demographic (laughs) but i'm not in the demographic you think i am
2: (laughs) by crypto Buy crypto. Listen, I I...
0: recognize that I am an unmarried white male in their 30s, (laughs) but
2: at the same time, not. No, I, I, I I get you. I get you.
0: Let's see. Yeah. I don't think I have anything else that I specifically want to talk about here. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, it's. It's cool to see a little bit more of the Samaritan side of operations.
1: Yeah, like I, I always like it when we have Samaritan get a little bit like more, more well rounded. Yeah,
0: Claire, get help. That's that's what I gotta say. Claire, get help.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, I would say you've that. joined a cult. See a th- see a therapist.
1: I kind of want to lock her and root into like the same Faraday cage. And have a Faraday Cage match. Perhaps.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, that's the name of the episode. Faraday Cage Match.
1: <laughs> there we go.
2: Oi. All right. My cat looked at me uh as if she had heard that pun, <laughs> looked over her shoulder at me, and gave me a look of of pure feline disgust. So Th- thank Mary, you, Mary. At least. Did not approve of that pun, but I thought it was good. I guess All I've right. got
1: I've got the next episode here.
0: Yeah, let's talk about some weed.
1: Yeah. Um. So this is episode sixteen of season four. Tragically, not episode twenty of season four, but like that would be too late. They, in this what a they, missed, they opportunity. missed it. They what a missed, the missed opportunity. So here. Yeah, swinging a miss, guys. Um. Anyway, the episode is titled "Blunt." Um, written by Amanda Siegel and Greg Plagman and directed by Frederick E. O. Toye. Our new number leads, leads John and Harold somewhere new, a medical cannabis dispensary, where their new number, Harper Rose, works. I'm sorry, wait, did I say that she works there? No, she's actually an identity thief who intends to rob the dispensary's cash handoff. Also, the dispensary is run by the Brotherhood and the robbery stir- stirs up tensions between the gangs and the cartels. The Brotherhood abduct Harper's boyfriend, question mark, question mark, uh, Patsy, question mark, and Reese attempts to negotiate with them for his and Harper's safety. Meanwhile, Harper lures the cartel to Dominic's location, allowing John to rescue the boyfriend. Fusco and the NYPD arrive and arrest the cartel, but Dominic and his crew are released after he produces paperwork for everyone's weapons under the umbrella of his private security company. Dominic tries to recruit Harper, but she refuses. Elsewhere in the plot, um, Root is developing a killer app and meets with Caleb Phipps, last seen in Two pi R, as the kid Harold saved from self-harm. She successfully sells him, uh, sells him the app uh, as the next step in fighting Samaritan, and Phipps extends her a job offer at the software firm.
0: Okay. First of all, let, let's it has been a, it's been a hot minute since we've had a new girl who's like a, a new criminally motivated girl who shows up the team.
1: I love her. Love her so love, much. Harper yeah.
0: Harper's great. I love her.
1: I hope yeah. we see her again. She's great. The way that she plays literally everybody in this episode is so solid.
0: It is. It is great. Yeah. Uh,
2: there's a lot. This is a fun episode. I wouldn't say that it's a particularly like noteworthy episode, yeah nah, it's a fun one but it's a really yeah. fun episode
1: it's got a lot of like fun little bits my favorite my favorite has to be harold harold how do you know so much about medical mor- marijuana <laughs>
2: hey <laughs> no reason harold has a chronic yes, injury yes
0: yes anxiety is, no,
2: no he doesn't even need it for anxiety he's got a he has a chronic yeah. injury that's more valid than glaucoma <laughs> he can get a a medi- he can get a medical marijuana <laughs> card in a heartbeat
1: and the the moment where like he's filling he's like filling out John's profile on the like god. on the on the registry and he's like oh what 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 is it you have you have ptsd ptsd oh oh back pain that's a good one <laughs> it's so good uh, god um it's hilarious um also also we get John just being like Incredibly awkward in that dispensary, like showing up at the door and be like, "It's okay, it's okay. I have PTSD," and everybody's just like, "Chill well, out, man."
0: Nobody like John is not a cop. Not he isn't really a cop. No human <laughs> being has ever looked more like a cop.
2: I was gonna say John for not ha- being a cop has the most cop energy, and it's 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 it predates his like occupation of the cop yeah. role. He just has that energy, that like <laughs> stiff dad cop energy. I've complained about this before for a man who theoretically was an international right. man of mystery, spy Why is he
1: like why is he like yeah. marijuana? My goodness. Oh no.
2: Yeah, as if he's never as if, you know, we're supposed to believe that this guy's never like done rails of coke to to blend in with a criminal element or right, something
1: like right. that. Right. I mean, but also like this is the man who like refuses to eat or drink while on a stakeout, like, you know, because he might then need to use the bathroom.
2: John is such a fucking weirdo. I do appreciate that this show, one of the principal takeaways of these later seasons, is really making you, is really like, leaning into the idea that John is just fucking weird. Yes. Like, we we have gotten... He's moved
0: from, he's moved from like, his his ca- protagonist to just weirdo, which I love. Like, he's a protagonist, but he's still... A fucking
2: weirdo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The other characters have gotten development. Like, Root has become Root, and Fusco has become this much more nuanced, hero- like heroic character. And we're seeing much more of Finch's
1: backstory, and, and like Finch is but also John- like you know constantly grappling with like you know the ethical dilemmas of like what he created and like the role for the machine in the future and everything.
2: Yeah. Meanwhile, John's character development is basically like ha- like just more and more ways in which John is fucking weird and that's it. That's he
0: but, he like he's like he stopped playing with grenades. That's his character development, honestly.
1: But 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 see he is getting character development this season. It happens every time we hear the horny John music.
2: Uh, uh, that's true. I can't argue with that. We do get, we do get. Uh, I don't think we get it in this episode, but it's in the next episode. In Karma, we get more horny John fuck. music. We get the, we get the, uh, we get lot, we get extra, extra amounts of the, the uh, boner music.
0: I, Gross. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's honestly the thing that I hate most about the show. Honestly,
2: I'm really proud of the fact that. I have ruined something. I mean, it for both already of, you know, sucked in identifying yeah. this music. I mean
1: like I already knew that it's, like, it's the like, second that he had his first session with her, like I knew he was gonna fuck her, right? Well, but there's there's it's not that.
2: Yeah. It's not like yes, I I knew you would like dislike that plot line, but it's more the have you did either of you watch How I Met Your Mother? Yes.
1: Unfortunately, yes. And then, and then I, I watched. Got, the, I got out Remember, at like at
0: pr-
2: a pristine time. So, do you, did you watch that episode where they all point something out about one of the others to each other? Like, you have yes. to understand One of them. You have choose. to understand
1: that I watched through the entirety of the show, including the last episode, and therefore I have wiped the entire thing from my memory forever.
2: There's one episode in which the the central plot of the episode is once you have something pointed out to you, you can't unknow it. Like for example, one of the characters eats carrots very loudly and it like drives her husband crazy. That's what this has become for me in this show. Is every time I hear that music now, I can't unhear that it's the John Horney music. And I like that I have given that to you. So too. something
0: very funny just happened. I, I made a I made a joke for the Bab Pot account that like we at Babod are having a frank discussion about our feelings about Quebec. And Aaron as you were fucking saying this, Jude replied with a gift from how I made how I met your mother.
1: Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. that is
0: hilarious, Aaron. I hope like this the perfection. Yes. Wow, <laughs> that's like that joke. That doesn't have to be in the episode. That's just for Aaron's future enjoyment.
2: <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: um, this, this episode also has some like it, it does go back to something that I'm very happy to see again which is um, which is the like detective Riley and I are partners didn't see that coming um,
2: God yeah and like well there's partners and then there's yeah partners. because They're partners th- in crime fighting
0: added life <laughs>
2: yeah. and
1: like you know please please person of interest lean into the like homoerotic tension between those two more we have not had any in a while because john has been contemplating fucking his therapist and i would like to get back to i would like to get back to you know i please give me more gerald content
2: yeah we we don't a woman who by all accounts seems professional like what is going on with this yeah, woman I- We'll, I, talk because, about, we'll talk about it tomorrow next episode she has
0: entered the vicinity of a main character in a television show and therefore professional boundaries mean nothing anymore <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. i there's also a bit of this episode where like john is like stalking around a women's dorm <laughs> and it's and i just oh, like i forgot I'm, like, about that oh, this is it's, ah, oh, so bad.
2: <laughs> it's not good. It's not yeah, good.
0: I, I'm just like, I'm feeling, like I'm like, I'm uncomfortable just like, because John does not know how to be a normal human being.
2: Yeah. No, I, oof. <laughs> That's my, that is my response to this. Oof.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oof is definitely, um, oh, God. Um, I, John does make up for it by like being like a cool, like get like he, he gets to have a cool action moment and gets to like repel it from the ceiling
2: yeah but he also gets the shit kicked out of him by the <laughs> yeah <number. laughs>
0: no but the, yeah no like the number the number has earned points for that i don't call yeah. that for john numbers are allowed to beat up john once
1: yeah
2: once or twice a season yeah but i'm saying like john definitely comes in at a net loss in terms of in terms of cool <laughs> In and that, that fight isn't
1: even like choreographed well with the music. he doesn't even come out come across as like cool based off of like nice music choreo yeah. no
2: he that's, yeah. that's why I- there's some fights even when John loses, he looks good. This is not one of those yeah. fights
0: No, my man my man is just jobbing like in a in a like a three minute squash match where he doesn't even get his entrance
2: music played. <laughs> you could have broken into German there and I would have understood more of what you said. <laughs> Uh legitimately. Uh my grasp of German is better than my grasp of your, your wrestling lingo.
0: But I will take that. Um, <laughs> um Yeah, this is like between this episode and the last one, there there has not been some very good fight choreography, which is why I'm treating myself to uh to, to cleanse my palate this weekend by going to see John Wick.
2: I haven't been to a movie theater in a really long time. Um my D&D group really wants to go see the the D&D movie uh next weekend. I'm seeing that so on Sunday. I, I made do nice. that.
1: Nice.
2: Is it coming out this it's, weekend?
0: It's 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 officially coming out next weekend, but like there's a bunch of early showings that are coming out. There was stuff as early as Wednesday here. So like 10 days before. Wild. <laughs> That'd be dope.
1: Unfortunately, unfortunately my like the the nearby theater here um that's like walking distance uh closed down.
0: Well that's I'm hoping
1: I'm hoping that like an alma draft house or something like that will take over because like it's a very convenient location. I would just like to have I would like to when I go to a movie theater and pay like twenty bucks a ticket receive an experience that is like commensurate with that expenditure
0: yeah yeah i i i feel that yeah, i i definitely feel that it's like the the mall nearby is like definitely improve their movie theater it's like it's the minimum acceptable movie theater that i will accept now if i don't want to drive like half an hour to an alamo draft house yeah <sighs> yeah um yeah, I'm, so I'm going. Yeah, so it's like okay, I'll go. I'll I will go twice on a matinee Prize. Nice, uh, nice to the movie theaters this weekend.
1: One of the funny things from this episode that like really dated it for me was the there's a sign on the dorm door that it, that was like help us out and stop big data, which like dates it within like <sighs> one year, basically because yeah. there's like. Yeah. About one year between, like, oh my god, like big data is everywhere, we're entirely fucked. To like, oh my god, big data is everywhere. This is how we're all going to make money.
0: Yeah, it, it's it, it went from well, overall fucked or to, apathy to well, time to lie back and think of England,
1: <laughs> right? And yeah. and like, yeah, I guess I guess we should study it if it's here. <laughs> Like the, the, it was like a one year gap between like, ah oh shit, big data, like we're all fucked and like introducing big data programs at this university.
0: Yeah, got, 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 got to harvest that and monetize it and, you know, yeah. <laughs> Ugh, I'm tired. Yeah. I I do appreciate that Caleb Fipp returns and now yeah. he's just like, he, 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 apparently is a well adjusted ceo of a tech company which i don't know how that exists with a 20 year old but okay
1: right but it's 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 nice uh I mean-
2: yeah one of those either one of those two things is possible you can be well adjusted or a tech ceo but the two of them together is what i find Oh imposters.
1: absolutely. And then and then you add in the fact that Not he's 20 it. and like that adds in another layer of like
2: Well, yeah, that's what I I mean. It has nothing to do with being 20. I just don't believe that you can be well-adjusted in the CEO.
1: Yes, also that.
2: I have literally never met a CEO of any company I've worked for that was not... I just don't think the job lends itself to uh, well-adjusted as a term. Being 20 just adds to it.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, he's he's there for like 30 seconds. For all we know, he could have like a massive Coke habit and just be like, Shooting people, like shooting people in the streets with like advanced teleporting bullets.
2: I mean,
1: is this an X Men reference?
2: No, this is this. Is a, oh no, that's actually
0: a spoiler for next race. I guess. Well.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I no, I get it now. Yeah, we that episode is. <laughs> Don't worry, dude. It's fine. Forget about it.
2: Industrious listeners, if you can noodle out what, uh, what they're referring to, you have just gotten yourself a hint as to what our next yeah, show is. I mean,
0: you're, you're going to find out in, hold on.
2: Just, not many episodes. Just a episodes couple of weeks.
0: Right? Yeah. It's going to be, yeah. hold on. How, what episodes is 16? You're going to find out in three weeks, what, what series three is going to be. Cause we're going to do that at the end of season four, I guess. I guess that's what we did for bad yep. pod season five. of person of interest is a lot shorter than bad pod season five and
2: <laughs> it's going to be yeah it's what is it 10 episodes? episodes so i
0: think we get seven out of them and
2: six maybe seven we'll get, yeah i
0: think we'll get seven it's it's gonna be a lot less of a of a uh of a of a burden that's that bad pod season five was where it was where yes. it was
2: well my recollection of season five is that it's much more uh all gas, no yeah. brakes than season five of Babylon five it's, was, which was
1: it's it's like we all
2: blimp. Well, no see, car. season
1: five of Babylon five was we used up all of the gas while going all gas, no brakes last season. And now we are pushing the car along the shoulder.
2: Yeah, that's a good yeah. way of putting it.
0: But yeah, season season five person of interest is.
2: Yeah.
0: long. Um. We, there might be some single. There, there's going to be at least probably one or two single episode uh, things there because
2: there's a l- there's some bangers oh, yeah. in there. So a, I would imagine it's so.
0: Great, it's a great one, honestly. Um, all right. We got anything else that we want to talk about with this one?
1: It was interesting. That the machine gave them a college ID number.
0: Yeah, because Harper Rose is not a real person,
1: right? And yeah, and that's that's one of the things that like. I think it's a really interesting thread. Um, one of one of the things that like I find is an interesting thread throughout all of this is like the edge cases of yeah. like the the weird numbers, like how the machine is communicating the information when like something is weird. Um so mm-hmm. like previously previously like we had the other like identity thief where it gave like identity thief serial killer where it gave like a bunch of numbers. And here it's giving like you know, the student id to pinpoint her but there's no actual social attached it's it's yeah. like i feel
2: like it did this before too like there was a previous episode where it gave a non social security i think security it gave a immigrant
1: well. immigration number at one point yeah
0: it gave, it gave an it gave an ins yeah. identification number for one and it gave a temporary uh like a te- like an id assigned to a diplomatic visa yeah for that for there the diplomat's yeah. daughter
1: but the, those edge cases are pretty cool to me.
0: Yeah, I, I find that interesting that it's like, oh, and there's there's one, um, the baby, because it hadn't been assigned a social security number yet.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: That's what it was. I was like, I was trying to remember what it was. And I was like, oh,
1: yeah, right. That,
0: I, yeah, the edge cases yep. are fun of like, oh, hey, that's a weird thing that it's like. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, how, yeah, how does the machine handle those edge yeah. cases?
0: Yeah. Um. Okay um no i know that face is really for this one i mean who knows who knows uh boring boyfriend who boring pothead boyfriend might be somebody but i don't recognize him (laughs) (laughs) um i think we're done here i mean i'm sure we could
1: talk more but none of it would be about person of interest
0: yeah i mean yeah but uh, yeah we can pad this out to an hour i mean we can do that but i don't i think Aaron would shoot one of us (laughs)
1: And it would probably be me it because be I'm me. the I'm the closest geographically.
0: Yeah. So we'll save you next week. We're going to be talking. We're going to be covering episodes 17 and 18 of season four, Karma and Skip. Until next time, we are being watched. The Babylon Project is an independent production. All views expressed on the show are our own. This, this is how all of my conversations happen. I think about a, I think about a thing I want to talk about, and I and I work out the path that gets me to there.
1: <laughs> Truly, is that not how all of us operate, though?
2: Yeah. Can I can I make my conversations
1: about content? me? <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about
1: how about if we shift this conversation from whatever the fuck is going on to whatever I'm hyper focusing on? That sounds great. <laughs> oh, no, that's too, Oh, that's calling you too much. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm also calling myself out on that one.